Our next guest, he's been in Vegas for a week. I wonder if he's let it ride a few times on the on the casino at the casino. Phil Buzz Rothfield, Buzz. Good afternoon. I think it is over in Vegas. Yes, it is, mate. Uh, good morning, um, listeners, Australia. Um, mate, great excitement here. Countdown to the kickoff. Um, we're probably about what three or four hours away, and um, the build-up, as Bulldog probably told, has just been sensational. The NRL have done a great job so far, and now we just need a couple of decent games of footy, mm-hmm. and um, we'll be back home and yeah, resuming hostilities next week. <laughs> Hey, now, Buzz, before we get into the footy and the anticipation of the day and everything, it's Breenie here. Mate. Hey, Breenie. Mate. Now, Bulldogs puts you under the bus, right? He's Has put it? up yeah, he's put up a tweet a or shock. an X or whatever <laughs> about how you finally shouted breakfast and this mm. and this. This is coming from the bloke who owes John O'Shea dinner for about two, two years. years yeah. Anyway, he's got a photo up of the breakfast you bought, but we couldn't yeah. stop laughing because you shouted in brekkie. In one oh, of the Denny's. great food places in the world, Las Vegas, you went to Denny's. Mate, can I tell you, Yeah, and this is the honest truth, hand on heart, There are you guys have been to Vegas, there are so many good cafes, eateries in the major casinos along the Strip. We're staying at a really nice place, the Hilton yeah. Resort World. There are a stack of places to get a good coffee and a feed. Not necessarily good coffee, but breakfast. So the dog says to me yesterday morning, he said, let's go over the road for, let's go over the road for a bite to wait for breakfast. I said, yeah, sweet, where are we going? He said, I'm oh, just over the road. So we wander over, we go past Ross Menswear. You've seen that play? He loves shopping there. Yeah. Um, we saw the shirts, then, yeah. Um, then I can see a Demi's a couple of doors down there, and he marched me into there. Oh, and Dino's I, call. I, Mate, I had absolutely no choice. Where he said, "Oh, mate, it's good." You know, well, last time I was here, you know, for ten days, I I ate here seven mornings. It sounds like Dino. Oh my goodness! I've got you, Bill. Here, mate, when they, I, mate, I blew up when they bought the meal out. You know, I said, "Dog, what have you done, mate?" You know. Hang on, you, you um, hang on. There's a coffee, a hot tea, and an orange juice each. Yeah. There's an all-American slam, which is three scrambled eggs with cheddar cheese, two beef bacon strips, two sausage links, yeah. hash man. browns yeah. and choice of bread. Oh. And then I didn't there... have a hash brown. I didn't have a hash brown. Hang on. Then there was a French <laughs> slam, which yeah. was two thick slices of our fabulous French toast with two eggs, two yeah. beef bacon strips, two sausage links, <laughs> except this was three slices of French toast. Gee, Dino's yeah. gone off. I, yeah, look, look, I'll, I'll tell you something. You know, in America, wherever you go, you've got a tip, right? Yes. You, you've got you to leave something there. I refused to at this place. I just got out as quick as I could in the seat, and I paid the bill. 50 bucks. And, yeah, 50. That's US. Have you got a currency changer there, mate? It's about $75. Yeah. And mate, I refused to hit the tip button. <laughs> well, the food was I no just... food was no good, puzzle. <laughs> oh mate, seriously. Dog thought it was all right, but you know he's not quite as. Yeah, fast. he thought those shirts he was looking at were all <laughs> oh, right. Anyway, hey Buzz, you've been. Buzz, yeah, can we talk some footy? Yeah, yeah, yeah you've been to Allegiant Stadium. I've seen the photos. How does it look? What do you make of today? Oh, uh, Brainy, I've never been more excited. Can I? Can, and I'm being serious here. It is. It is just 
the countdown is, is just so intense. The build-up has been so good. As you probably saw the shots on television and social media back there, the fan fest was just next mm. level, off the charts, brilliant. It really was, and to see so many fans in the street, this is going to get bigger, 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 and I think Peter Volandis is right. In about five years' time, it'll be part of the NRL calendar uh, forever. I'm told there's other clubs now, having seen how well it's gone, how smoothly it has, have keen to put their hand up and come across here. Manly and the Roosters want to be permanent um, fixtures here. I don't know how that's going to work out. But look, the bottom line is, though, we've got two games of footy. Um, there's yeah. a lot of speculation about the size of the field, and it's 13% less overall than 5 percent um, in the in-goal area uh, or length of the field and 5% in the width. Um, so, look, we've still got to see, you know, what this actual spectacle is going to be like. But these four sides are all serious premiership contenders. And, look, I was a little bit worried about, you know, whether we're going to have enough room to see that, you know, these great fullbacks, you know, Turbo, Reese Walsh, Tedesco, etc., you know, open up and Latrell and and put on a show for the Americans. Look, I, I think it's going to be okay. I really do. And mm. I guess we'll know in a couple of hours. The kicking games are going to be really important. I guess with 40-20s, they might be a little easier to carry carry out. And But, uh, geez, the excitement's at fever pitch. It really is, Bruni. I think back to a lot of the great stuff that's happened in rugby league over the years. And, you know, um, I can still see Arthur Beetson charging down the tunnel at at Suncorp, or Lang Park in 80, and then running out and building Mick Crone and his Parramatta teammate. Um, You know, Magic Ground, Caxton Street on steroids, you know. Jerseys of all the clubs. It's it's like that over here, and... um, yeah, and look, the, the 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 object is to get a foothold into this massive market, 350 million Americans, and I think they're going to like what they see. I, I really do. And uh, but you know, we'll know in a few years' time. It's not about just this afternoon. It's a slow build, but a a long-term project. I reckon the last time. There was a fever pitch excitement about round one. Like, there's always excitement about mm. round one. Don't get us wrong. I reckon it was in 99 when there was a double header because it was the new Olympic Stadium. And it was the first yeah. 107,000 people turned up. Yep. Yeah. 107, yeah. The fir- mm. It was the first ever event at the yep. Olympic Stadium. Mm. I remember that yes. was fever pitch. Yep. It was, mate. It was, um, yeah, I remember you, you came down from Brisbane to, to do the Olympic. Yeah, and um, we, we had to start a little bit earlier that year, didn't we? But, you know, to, to No, this was, the, I think it was... Oh, the following year. Yeah, the following year they started earlier yeah. and the grand final was in August. In but it was the yeah. opening of the new stadium, It was the opening of the yeah. new stadium in 99, I think it was. And I just, it was a big double header and yeah. the, the whole carry on. So, Buzz, you know... They're talking about there's fifteen, twenty thousand Aussies. Like a lot of the other seats they've sold, they'd be Aussies who who live in North America who've gone. Oh, I can get down and see the league. Yeah, um, I'm I'm sure about that. You know, probably half the half the uh, spectators uh, this afternoon or this evening here 
um, will have come from Australia. And there's a lot here too, two or 3,000 from the north of England, Super League fans there yeah, running around in Hull and Wigan, Jersey, St Helens, etc. Wow. Um, so the other 20,000 are based in America and a lot of expats mm. uh, have flown into Vegas for the occasion. I have a feeling too from just talking to people around the traps here that we'll see, I don't know what percentage, but many Americans come through those turnstiles and watch rugby league for the first time. And it's why it is so important, not just on the Fox 1 coverage here, they're picking up Fox Sports, it's just important that we do good put on a show. Mm, yeah, we, we put on big hits and show them how tough we are with our helmets and padding. And we show them that Saab on one wing is a flyer, you know, and he's big, strong. So we've got to show them Reese Walsh's skills, Latrell's, Teddy's, all the, those players. Yeah, and mm. I'm sure we are going to see a lot of first-time customers, not just at the game, but certainly on television. You mentioned Saab, that's Jason Saab, the manly wing. You've written a piece in What's the Buzz in today's Sunday Telegraph, and he's regarded as the fastest man in, in the NRL anyway, but he's been working on his speed over summer with, as you wrote here, Buzz, with Roger Fabry, the sprint coach guru who's worked with NFL clubs like the Jets, the Cowboys, and the San Diego Chargers. He's got his 100-metre time down to 10.67. That is absolutely yeah. outstanding. And Fabry yeah. has told you, Buzz, that Jason Saab is a perfect prototype to to possibly make the switch to, to the NFL, and there'll be some NFL spies no doubt watching today for athletes like Jason Saab who could make that crossover into the NFL. Yeah, no, um, it's a really interesting story. I sat down with Jason, he's 23 years of age and he's developing his rugby league game very impressively. Um, in the last couple of seasons, his body shape's changing too. He's becoming big, strong, muscly, like um, like DK Metcalf, who we've compared mm-hmm. him to the Seattle Hawks superstar. He's on $36 million a year. And look, I really admire you know players like Saab he talks himself up he says we're here to put on a show he thinks he's the best winger in the competition he's on a salary at Brookvale of just $350,000 a year look I think and I got the impression that he's lot much much keener than even what his quotes are telling you in the paper today the reason being he held himself back a little bit is because of his respect for Manly, his respect for his teammates, the campaign they're about to launch themselves on for 2024, but he dead set wants to have a crack here. And um, as Roger Fabrice said, he's worked at three clubs. This guy's 110 kilos. He's 198 centimetres tall, which is six foot six on the old scale. And as you said, he's got a big motor, mm. 10.67. He's, you know, he, he's an athlete, this fellow, and I hope we can see him in some wide open space this afternoon and he gets that opportunity to show the NFL scouts what he's all about. Yeah, mate. I reckon, look, Aussies have had a crack and tried before, Buzz. And, you know, Jared Hayne, you can't sneeze at the fact he played eight games. Mm. You can't. It, it, no. It, it was an achievement. 
there's no doubt Aussies and these superstar players could make a go of it in the NFL if yeah. clubs invested the time in them. I, I have absolutely zero doubt at all. Well, yes. imagine Reese Walsh in open oh, play. Gee. Yes. The, the thing is, they grew up without the playbook. That's right. These, the, it's the, just the, the playbook. NRL players. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it is a complicated game, um, more so for the players because mm. of all the moves and the, you know, the structure and the, you know, the iPad um, homework they get each week. And, um, you know, but, but I, I just love people like Saab who, you know, want to give it a go. And he's mm. so tall. Roger Fabry says his height as a wide receiver yeah. You can get a quarterback thrown to his height. That's what you need. It makes it almost uncontestable for the defensive player who's on yeah. him. Mm. But, look, he's got a long way to go, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he for sure. Yeah, exactly. so, but, you know, good on him for talking himself up and good on him for having a crack. Exactly. Uh, hey, Buzz, we were talking to Peter Volandis earlier. Now, no doubt a lot of clubs probably sat back and, and watched with interest how this year went and now they want to be involved. I know... Um, there's talk of Penrith Panthers going over to Las Vegas next year, and you've written in your column New Zealand Warriors are also tipped to be another of those clubs. Yes. Peter even hinted that there could even be as many as three games, or possibly six teams. Um, any more on that, Buzz? Oh, look, look, there's going to be a, a long queue of clubs wanting to be part of this, um, um, providing this afternoon goes OK. And look, Manly... And the Roosters have already said they want to be a permanent fixture here. Mm. But as much as I love them wanting to be part of the show each year, I think it's only fair that it is shared around the other clubs and that all 17 and in the future 18 get an opportunity to, to you know, to, to play on this stage. And not only four teams each year, but they are very, very close to deciding on bringing an NRLW game as well next year, which would be a situation where the two teams from the grand final would come across and make it a triple header. They'd mm. play first and you'd have the double header. I spoke to the great Jess Sergis, the New South Wales Gillaroos player at the Sydney Roosters. She's here and I spoke to her yesterday and she's really, really pumped about you know, Americans love female sport. They yeah. they do. Yeah. It's on television in all the sports book areas, and so look whether it comes to six clubs. Look, I don't know. Do you play it over two days? Yeah. Well, I, the other one, Buzz, I was going to ask you too. A couple of our listeners made mention of this. Why not have the World Club Challenge in Las Vegas as well? Yeah, why not? Mm. You know, uh, just have it for right. two days. I, yeah, two days. Have four games, maybe. You know. So yeah, look. There's no point just coming back in 12 months' time and thinking, you know, is there anything we can do mid-year yeah. here? I, I don't know. It's probably, you know, not feasible because of the travel, etc. But when we get home from this and when we do reviews of the whole project, we've got to, you know, do we bring six? Do we bring women? Do we bring uh, Parramatta? Do we bring Cronulla? Just about every club... It's going to be interesting the first month of the comp, though, and if these teams have any negatives yeah. from being over here for so long, will will everyone else be as keen to do it? So 
It's interesting, yeah. yeah. Hey, Buzz, just Hey, Raymond, yeah. I've done my homework from last like, week. Far so away. Remember, I was in, yep. remember yep. I was in strife about That's not having right. a top eight last year? What's, what's your top I'll, eight, Buzz? Yeah. I've got Panthers on top, Roosters two, Broncos three, Manly four. I'm really impressed about what we, you know, what they what they can do. Storm, Rabbitohs, got to throw the Sharks in at seven. About to say where the Sharkies, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got them at seven. I've got the Dolphins at eight. Okay. Yeah. No, no um, Parramatta. No Parramatta, mate. No um, Warriors. No Warriors. Um, but look, you can't pick them all. Correct. No. You had Farnsworth and you had Flegler to mm. that Dolphins side from last year. Yep. And you can understand why I hooked yeah. them in. Who wins the premiership, Buzz? Uh, um, Penrith only because of Cleary. Okay. I've, I've tipped them to win the Dalian medal as well. As no. I said last week, my, my wooden spoon is the West Tigers. Fair Gee, if Cleary wins a Dally M, they'll, they'll go a long, long way. Hey, Buzz, and quick, just quickly, today's games, of course, the first one, which is on um, Fox at 1.30, Manly versus South, then at 3.30pm, you can watch the Roosters and Broncos on Fox or on free-to-air Channel 9. Who wins both games, Buzz? What I love about these two games of football is everyone can turn on their television, they can arrive at the ground knowing that both matches are more than likely to go down to the wire. They're very hard to pick. They're nearly, it's nearly even money take your pick, in my view, of both games. So I've got Manly beating South, only because South are weakened in the back five without Jack Whiten and Campbell Graham. And in the second game, I've got the Broncos winning. Um, superstar outfit. Um, they showed in the grand final how, um, you know, that, that first 60 minutes, how special they are. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm tipping uh, that, that the Broncos can get the job done the second game. Fantastic, Buzz. Enjoy today. We'll all be watching back home. It's been an extraordinary build-up. Can't wait for the footy, Buzz. Good on you, mate. I'm going to go and find Bulldog now and uh, have words with him. <laughs> your... Go to a proper brekkie joint today. <laughs> Mate, I have. You know who I went to breakfast with today? Who? Your mate, the mole. Oh, Tony Adams. How about that? He mate, can't, mole, he can't find a trip. As bad as, he's just as bad as Bulldog. He left me with a bill too. Funny, oh. funny about Tell him to stop yeah. taking selfies and putting them on Twitter. Oh, mate. Please. It'd be nice if he wrote a story instead of just taking selfies. He <laughs> did some work, Crazy. yeah. No. Hey, good All on right. you, Buzz. Enjoy today, mate. Thanks for joining us. See you, boys.